Welcome to Tales from the Tenacious Agents. Each week, we deliver the best tips and tricks to build your real estate business in today's market without breaking the bank. Now, here's your host, Andrea Curry. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, We have Grant Bowman uh, on the call. And uh, Grant, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? When did you get into real estate? Why? Sure. So uh, I really appreciate the invite. I love doing things when we sit down and brainstorm and collaborate, communicate, have mostly what I call camaraderie, because that's where I feel like the imagination gets sparked. Um, That's where I start to receive some level of anticipation about what my day is going to look like and how it's going to unfold instead of it being daunting or fearful or, oh, no, I got to go to work or any of those mindset. So I love doing stuff like this. So thanks for the invite. Um, I um, started a career after, you know, your normal high school careers of bagging groceries or working at the restaurant. Um, My first job was a direct sales job. And I parlayed and stayed in sales my entire life up until seven years ago. Um, I let go of a marketing and advertising business that I'd been running for 20 years and decided I wanted to do something new. Uh, My wife, Jennifer Bowman, is my teammate. We're called the JG Bowman team. And she got licensed in 2015. I got licensed in 2016. So in essence, I was starting a brand new career at 47. Who does that? (laughs) So, but we, we were the two folks that, uh, you know, when we watch TV, we would watch all the, uh, HGTV shows, house in a hurry, fixer up or fix or flip, you know, all this different stuff. We just loved it. And Jennifer in her early career was a property manager for an apartment complex. And she basically helped people lease. So she wanted to, as we were getting children into college, um, she wanted to go ahead and jump in uh, from being a full-time mom and a servant at our community church to jumping in and making some money to help pay for some of those bills. So she got licensed. She was having so much fun with it. A year later, I was like, well, let me join you. And there we go. We took off as the JG Bowman team. A year into that, working for a small property management business, we um, or brokerage. Um, we decided that we were starting to kind of catch fire a little bit and wanted to expand our horizons. And we we found J.B. Goodwin and uh, interviewed, joined, started out as agents, um, had a heart for helping people. Uh, I believe uh, J.B. and our management noticed that, that we were always hanging out in the bullpen, uh, helping agents when they had questions. Um, they asked us to start helping out and doing some training here and there. And the next thing you know, three years ago, uh, we were invited to help manage the Bernie and New Braunfels uh, offices in the San Antonio area and help coach those agents. And then actually a little over 90 days ago, I was offered the opportunity to become the growth and performance director for J.D. Goodwin. As far as any of our accolades of business, we started out my first year, I did 30 leases and made about 30,000 bucks. My second year, I made about a million uh, in sales. So I wasn't lighting the world up by any means. And then joined J.B. Goodwin and Jennifer and I, the first year we were here back in 19, um, our first full year, I think we did $6 million in combined business. And then all of a sudden, the everything popped off and we did uh, $12 million in, in, in 20 and 21. We did $17 million and the same in 2022 between us. And that was about 50 clients that we helped 
buy and sell houses within a 12 month period of time, both years back to back. So um, needless to say, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I never thought that I would experience what it looked like to have like for us, it was a huge month of a $65,000 commission month where we were like, oh my God, and our, our daughter, our oldest daughter is a teacher. And she was like, you just made my salary in a month. That's just stupid. I'm mad at you guys now. So, <laughs> so, yeah. but, but, but helping people and participating in business and, and doing everything we do here at Debbie Good, I just love it. It's, it's the best decision I ever made to transition out of what I was doing into real estate. It's a, it's a fulfilling uh, career at every level. That's awesome. Um, well, let's jump right into my questions for you today. So um, you talk to a lot of our agents in our company and outside. Uh, what would you say the biggest challenges that agents are facing in today's market? Hmm. Well, Andrea knows me a little bit now, and she knows I come from more of a spiritual inside job mindset of how it goes about functioning within doing my business and how that's going to relay. Um, so I, I try to take a philosophy and teach a philosophy that the external circumstances that are existing in the business, whether it's a buyer's market, a seller's market, a balanced market, uh, economy's up or down, rates are up or down. I mean, uh, I try to present a calming effect with the agents when I sit down and mentor them to say that let me maybe get you to put on a brand new pair of glasses, mm -hmm. look at it from an entirely different angle and consider the idea that there have been successful agents from the beginning of time. Yep. There have okay. been people buying and selling homes from mm -hmm. the beginning of the business. And we live in two wonderful markets. And I'll take this from JB Goodwin himself. He says, we actually are in an area and in a market that is in essence, uh, the darling cities and the darling state and the darling country in the world. So if we're here, can we possibly conceive the idea that we can find 10 to 20 people out of 2.5 million in our greater metropolitan areas in San Antonio, Austin, that may want to help that, that you may want to help find uh, uh, an opportunity to buy or, or sell their home for them. That's your line of scrimmage. Why don't we think about that angle Instead of, oh my gosh, the sky's falling. Oh my gosh. And, you know, everything at the end of the day is the same. It's all the same. It's all about dealing with people, what it looks like to help people. And the idea is, how do I uncover those opportunities? And then we can sit down and actually have a conversation that's not wrecked with anxiety and fear and, and doubt and, and, uh, and so forth. So, so what I'm hearing you say is anxiety, mindset, those are really the biggest challenges that you're helping agents face today and, and change that into a more positive mindset. Yeah. And maybe that's just my own personal bent because I have had some of my agents that I've mentored say, were you a preacher in your past life? You know, and I'm like, well, um, I, I do feel like every human being is in need of recovery at some level all the time or inspiration or direction. And um, for me, I, I, I mostly preach from my own lens when it comes to doing this, because I know me as a human, I may have a certain level of skill mm -hmm. that's mechanical. Okay. I know how to use these systems. I know how to, I know how to follow proper, proper sales methodology. Right. But if, 
if I'm a, a person that is uh, got a big frown on my face and I'm future casting and I'm in essence squandering the days that might have been useful and I'm kind of paralyzed in my seat because of my emotional and mental perspective of things, then I may have the skill and capacity to be wildly successful, but I'm not going to be if I'm not taking care of myself first. And then if I'm in that place, then I tend to be fired up, motivated, encouraged, and nothing's going to stop me. And that's going to set me apart from some of the others that are maybe talented, but on the sideline. So if that's the line of scrimmage first, yes, everything else can unfold from there. The only thing I can't fix is lazy. Yeah. I mean, you got to go to work. There's nothing in the world, I think, that's ever been accomplished by sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. Ever. So um, how do you get agents to kind of, you know, shift their mindset from what was the market two years ago to today? Like, what do you, how do you coach them out of a, that they might be in that negative space? Yeah. So for me, and it's also been a, a personal practice as well because I'm still doing real estate. Mm-hmm. Right? So two years ago and over the last, I'd say 36 months ago, 36 months ago, over the past 48 months up until this previous year, it was a seller's market, right? Yeah. So, Hey, what am I doing to attract that side of the business? What am I doing to attract listings? So I'm focusing on that because it's a pivot, just like you shared on our Monday morning, we're pivoting. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been doing. I've been saying, oh, you know what? Let's look at the silver lining in all situations. And maybe I'm just a a person that people get annoyed with sometimes because I'm always the optimist. They're like, just shut up, Grant. Let's be negative for a little while. But I don't do that. Um, I turn my attention to exactly what the obstacle is. And then the obstacle ultimately is the way. So if I'm sitting here in a situation where I am today, I might present to people saying, well, uh, what did it look like for you to have a buyer consultation 24 months ago? Yeah. And they'll say, oh, well, I needed to sit down and tell them that they needed about $50,000 in reserves and that we were probably going to get the frustration of losing five to seven deals before we actually won one on average. And and that if they had a house to sell, boy, that's a whole nother conversation. And uh, by the way, you're probably going to have to have out of 50000 you're going to overpay for the house because the appraisal value is going to come in lower than you're making an offer for. So be prepared to have that extra cash. And, and you're going to pay the seller's uh, closing cost. You're going to pay for their title policy. You might even have to waive your option period and just hope that the house is in good shape. You may have to just waive your third-party financing if you're going through financing to say, hey, we're so solid with our financing and take the risk that you're going to lose your earnest money if for some reason you're lending. It was just nuts, right? Now, the pivot is this. Hey, there's builders with like five houses on the ground right now. It's like going to the auto dealership and picking out your new car. You just go pick your house out and they're giving you 20,000 in incentives and they're giving you all this different stuff. How about we just marry the house and date the rate because you refinance a few years, things change. So let's take a positive spin and let's rock and roll on starting to market, advertise and do outreach on everything that has to do with buyers now. Yeah. I encourage them to get fired up and start uncovering those opportunities because, and then I remind them, remember you only need like 10 or 20 of the year to be wildly successful. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's just, I'm trying to, to, uh, uh, spread a mindset that says you can do it. 
Awesome. Uh, what are what are a few tips that uh, agents can implement to keep their focus on where it needs to be? So for me, it's all about um, again going back to the the mantra of keeping my head right. You know, trying to eat an uh, an elephant in one bite's impossible, but one bite at a time is. You know, I try to keep my life bite sized. I try to keep it within a daily. So if I have a daily plan and I make that plan, and what does that plan look like? Through the first four sessions of our new program Monday morning, it's been revealed to me and uncovered to me that everything that we do informs the idea of connecting with people. Every database system that we have is just a connection machine. When we interact on social media with people and we post something about a really great house, or an incentive about a really great house that's going on in a certain community, and I actually get an interaction on that social media post, I'm going to look and see who liked it. And guess what? That tells me to do. That tells me to pick up the phone, direct message them, text them, whatever, because it just gave me an opportunity to create a talking point. It's not awkward. Hey, I saw you like the house that I posted the other day. What do you think about it? Yeah. Let's have a talk. Hey, yeah. let's go have some coffee. So it just that's just one example of putting together, I guess to answer your question specifically is I put together a marketing and connection plan for the week and then I honor it. And then the byproduct of that is that I end up uh, having lots of opportunities to talk to people about real estate. And then what happens as a byproduct is somewhere, somehow I catch a fish and they say, Hey, let's go do some business. Yeah. Let's go buy a house or let's go sell your house. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've I, everybody in the real estate world loves the the world sphere of influence. If mm-hmm. somebody came up and said, "I have this massive sphere of influence, and I'm starting a real estate career," everybody would say, "You're going to do great. You have this." What is a sphere of influence? We uncovered it in our last conversation. It's basically you have a ton of people that you mm-hmm. interact with. That's yeah. it. So that's that's maybe a meeting I would have moving forward, uh, and it's something as a reminder that I would tell everybody is your job right now isn't to try to sell a house; it's to try to build relationships and and building a sphere of influence is basically just uncovering all the different ways that you can communicate with people. Yeah, awesome. So talk to more people and uh, get a, a set your goals for the week and kind of progress weekly. So you you get through those day-to-day activities that then when you look up, you find that you have a lot more uh, people that you're talking to than the previous week because you've just built and built and built. And it, it's real estate is that um, it's not a overnight, usually, um, it's not an overnight business that you're just going to get rich real quick. It's it takes time, it takes energy, and it takes dedication and consistency. So, um, well, Grant, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me this morning. And, you know, here at JB Goodwin, we work with all of our agents to help them achieve their highest and best that they could possibly put into real estate. Um, and I just want to um, say that this, you know, uh, we are here to help our agents build a thriving real estate career. And one of the resources that we have is Grant and just kind of um, how you help to build up agents' mindsets and activities for the week. So thank you, Grant, uh, for joining me today. 
It was my pleasure. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, this few minutes. And it's funny when you get online before you start a conversation like this, you think, oh my gosh, I wonder if we're going to be able to fill the time. And actually, it always works out to where you don't have enough time because you can just talk about it all day. I know. I know. That's that's how real estate is. And especially whenever you find people that are passionate about it. So yes. um, it's so true. So, all right. Well, thank you so much and have a fantastic day. You too. Bye, guys. Bye. You've been listening to Tales from the Tenacious Agent. Be sure to visit and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you appreciate the show, jump over to iTunes and give us a review. It really does help us out. Join us again next time for more real estate business tips and tricks from industry pros. Thanks for listening.